Hello everyone, welcome back to Mr. Money TV live on Thursday night and this is Peter. Yo, what's up everyone, nice to see you guys again. My name is Frankie and first of all, welcome back. Yeah, yeah. I've been gone for quite long and <laughs> Frankie has been holding the fort, man. Yeah, welcome back after two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So finally, I am back here today. Mm. Yes, so tonight's topic is going to be all about Apple, right? Mm. Uh, I think when we put out the title there, many people was like probably thinking like, uh, huh? we are we selling about, iPhone? Are we yeah. selling iPhone? Are we gonna like do an iPhone review? But yeah. no lah, we are a financial channel, right? So oh, we're yeah. likely to be talking about stocks, valuation and stuff like that. Mm. Nonetheless, I uh, haven't seen you guys for quite a long time. Uh, if you guys can hear us well, yeah, please mm. write one in the channel. Just write one. Uh, they said that there's echo. Mm, echo. Echo sound. Mm-hmm. Wow, last week I was hoping that last week was the last week we're going to have technical error. But looks really, like it looks like every week we have technical error right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't What's know the why. issue? Uh? Yeah. Maybe it's the device issue, is it? Do we need to change the device? Mm. Yeah, maybe you need to change <coughs> the mic. Uh, now, no more, no more visual. No more visual. Well, while the, while the technical team is trying to fix the problem, maybe you guys can continue to use the chat room to communicate with us, right? Because we can, we can read what's going on. Uh, then we can do sort of like a conversation uh, while giving them some time to fix the hey, problem. But the first thing is, can you guys hear us like what we are saying? If you guys can hear what we are saying, probably what we can do is that we can just go on with it, right? Yeah, yeah, Let's correct. just talk and then uh, go on with the content of today. Mm. And then we'll see... You know, along the way as we adjust. All right. Mm. Yep. Audio is nice now. All right. All right. Fantastic. Finally. Thank God. Okay. Audio nice now. Yeah. Thank you very much, tech team. Okay. So today we are definitely going to talk about Apple. Mm. We are going to go in depth into it. Yes. Uh, I think it's Apple has been having a very interesting ride. Now, firstly, we know that Apple is the most valuable company in the world. Mm. Yeah, crossing two trillion mark. <laughs> yeah, which is uh, never seen before. Never seen before. Literally, this company can kill a country. Correct. Richer than than countries, yeah. right? Definitely richer than Malaysia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Malaysia, I think all add up together is only like five, six hundred billion only. Yeah, man, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Two trillion, four two times trillion. the size. Mm. Right, <laughs> and cash loaded. Cash like loaded. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and. The interesting thing is that uh, this year, the price went up significantly. Mm. And then after that, uh, due to the China issue, it dropped back down. Mm. Yep. And now it's at the price of 174 USD. Mm. Naturally, a lot of people are asking the question, is it a good time to start buying Apple stocks? Yeah. Is it a stock still worth investing with China implementing the bans and so on. Mm. Yeah, these are all the questions that are coming in. Mm. So today we are going to go all in into Apple. We're also going to take a look at their new tech, which is Apple The new chip. Yeah, Yeah? Apple 15, the new chip and stuff like that. And will all this end up reviving or either bringing Apple up again, Mm. right? So Frankie, let us start by talking about Apple itself, right? So just a very quick one for everyone. Apple, simple, you know, this company need no introduction. But to put it out there, basically this company, their main sales come from their hardware, Mm. which is iPhone. iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. And they conquer the 
biggest market share in US, if I'm not wrong. Mm. Yeah, and definitely right now the largest is actually uh, Samsung. Yeah. Yeah, but they are second to that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, they have crazy gross profit margins. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they have recently, uh, over the years, ventured into Apple's services. Mm. And this services segment has been their new thing. Lah. Yes. Right? So here's the thing. Apple. Mm. Is that an issue again? Okay. It, everything is good. You can continue. Oh, everything is good. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. I keep seeing Hashwin's face. <laughs> Hashwin <laughs> is the tech guy behind the scene, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's take a look at Apple. Whenever you want to take a look at a company, I think mm. one of the most important things is to take a look at their economic mode, when, yeah. especially when they're such an established company, right? Yeah. So uh, Apple's mode is crazy. Mm. That's one thing for sure. Number one, it is one of the very few companies with a tech device where all their tech devices are actually considered luxury items. Mm, that's how they brand it. Yep. Yeah. So it is the market leader when it comes to luxury personal technological device. Yeah. And the thing is that they don't just uh, uh, focus on hardware, but they make everything into a distinct system in itself. Literally, mm. the world out there when it talks about OS mm. is literally Mac OS or Apple OS versus Android or anyone else. Mm. They are in the ecosystem in itself. So it further differentiates them from any other competitor. Yes. Now, the importance of uh, operating system is that it makes their consumers become very sticky to their ecosystem. Like let's say, for example, uh, an iPhone user who has been using their device for more than 10 years. And then for some reason, let's say, for example, now inflation and Apple becomes more expensive. Now, even though if the person thinks of changing to Android because Android phones are typically cheaper, he, that person needs to think like two, three, four times. That's right. right? Because when they change... It's not just the phone change. You need to transfer your contacts. You need to transfer all your password from your old phone to the new phone. And when you change operating system, it sometimes it can be a little bit more tedious. Mm. Yeah. So that is one of a very strong economic mode that they have. Yeah. So let's take a look at uh, Apple's uh, mode itself in all sorts of respects. I have mm. some notes here, right? right? Now, first thing when you talk about it, the first thing is technological device mm. that are that are actually uh, luxurious so people aspire to own it mm. so even though Apple having lousier product actually yeah you know the camera is always lousier everything is always lousier <laughs> yeah, it's true. always one step behind yeah, yeah. but we did being one step behind, mm. people still want to own it. That's mm. the power of Apple. Now and there is a benefit of having things that are one step behind. Mm. It's cheaper. Correct. Yeah. You see, for, yeah. for Samsung to come out with the latest product, they, they need to spend a huge amount of money on R&D. Correct. They need to experiment. Correct. They are going to waste a lot. Yeah. And what if the product comes up, but it's not something that the market wants? That's right. Die, you wasted. That's right. And number two, warranties will mm. kick in because <coughs> there's problem with the product. It doesn't work very well and stuff like that. But Apple, steady. Because <laughs> you are using 54, uh, I don't know how many megapixels is the top eight right now. But you're 48, looking, I think. Yeah, 48, you're using yeah. like, uh, like 50 over, right? Apple will come out with 30 plus or 40, mm. which is already a staple in the market. Yeah. <laughs> and it can't go wrong already because whatever that can go wrong already went wrong. Mm. And it's also cheap for you to buy it. So, 
it lowers down their cost of actually making an Apple phone. Mm. And do you know, for Apple phone itself, yeah, the jack-up rate to sell to consumer is actually mm. about 100 over percent. Wow. 100 over percent. Right. Yeah. But that has very much to do with how they structure their, uh, their company and all that. But that's a different topic for another day. Yeah. yeah. So uh, another thing to talk about it is that Apple also push out mm. its own uh, Apple softwares. Yeah, like Apple TV, Apple Music, and so on. And what happened is that somehow when even after these few years, right, where Apple devices start to drop in terms of sales, mm. yeah, actually the software part kicked in and actually make up the sales for them. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and in FY22, yeah, Apple actually generated 16.7% of their total revenue from software-oriented services. Mm. So it's also telling you that there's a growing software side of it. Now, uh, with all this in mind, right, Apple's system is actually very close off, so making it one of its kind, yeah, where no one can actually compete with them because they just remove competition from their spectrum. Mm. It's not like if I want to choose an Android device, I can choose between Samsung, Huawei and everyone else, right? Yeah. If I use Windows, I can use everyone else. But if I want Mac OS, there's only Apple. I have no other choice. Mm. So they literally created a blue ocean for themselves to actually play with in that sense. Uh. Mm. Yeah. So that is actually the interesting part about Apple. Okay. So uh, over the last few decades, yeah, the firm has actually uh, controlled about 55.79% of US smartphone market sales by volume. Wow. So every 10 people in the US, you have more than five people owning an iPhone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And it's iPhone sales is actually about 52% of their total revenue. Yes. Yeah. So just give, give you some dry numbers here and there. Uh, so that I don't throw all these notes away, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then they also launched their own, own line of semiconductor, mm. yeah, which reportedly is supposed to be uh, the best. Yeah, and true is very fast, uh, very mm. fast. Apparently 40% pass, uh, faster. Mm. And because of that, Mac computers, the Mac line of products actually grew in sales mm. yeah, by over 40 over percent in uh, since uh, the year 2020. Now, the, the point is this, right? And moving ahead, uh, they are also working very closely with TSMC to develop the three nanometer chip, which yes. is something that you'll be touching more on as well. Yeah. And if you actually look at Apple, it's just very simple. It's highly profitable, highly, highly profitable. Mm. Average growth rate, about 14 over percent. Yeah. Which is actually very astounding for a company of that size. <laughs> right? Correct. I mean, you're talking about Freaking huge. And you're talking two, about two trillion company. And in order to move that elephant, you need a lot, a lot of power. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. As much as <clears throat> as much as they 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 have some drop once in a while, uh, mm. but they still bounce back up very strong. And one thing, when I look at all the reports, right, this is one thing I notice, you know. Mm. Time to time, right? There was they will they will come out and then they will say that Apple is overvalued whole, you know, and stuff like that, right? Yeah. And then they will list down an intrinsic value, la, right? Of what they think it is. La. Mm. And last year, early of the year, it's about 120 over. And it dropped to about 150, la, mm -hmm. somewhere around there, right? It was about 150. Then after they say it's very overvalued. Then after you go up again, then after they say that, oh yeah, it's still overvalued, but right now the intrinsic value is at about, uh, say, uh, 140 plus. Mm -hmm. So my point is that you're always paying a premium for this particular mm. stock. Although there are times that actually 
it is at a discount, but yep. very rare, very mm. rare. Most of the time, you're actually paying a premium for the intrinsic value of the stock. Mm. Yeah, so that is how powerful in that sense Apple stock is. Yeah, so what are your thoughts about Apple so far? Okay, uh, there, are, there are very, very interesting stuff with this new launch, right? Um, if you could remember starting from iPhone X onwards and then you have the 11, 12, got, got, got right? They just, they just skip nine only, right? Yeah, they only so skip one. So 8X and then 11, 12, 13, 14. So if you can recall, right, from X onwards, right, actually every year when they launch new Apple products, people is like, ah, yeah, it's the same old thing, right? Uh, what, what else can you do with the phone, you know? You, you just add more megapixel, you just add more this, add more that. So a lot of people started to think whether Apple stock is overvalued during those times, yep. right? If if I can hold on to my phone for another two years, I would wait for maybe iPhone 16, iPhone 17, then only I change. So that was the narrative in the past two to three years. And that has resulted and people started to have some doubts about the valuation of <coughs> Apple. But this launch is really quite impressive. Why? Because this is the first phone in the world that uses three nanometer chip. And, mm -hmm. and this three nanometer, you know, on and off, we talk about it. This, this, this product is being produced by TSMC, which is one of, of the most sophisticated semiconductor com company that has the capability to produce these kind of very precise um, chips. Mm. No, not many companies can do that. If you pull out your whole hand, right, less than half of your hand is the number of companies that can do it only. Right, so this is the first phone in the world uses three nanometer chip. Why is it important? Now, if you happen to watch the launch, they tell you all the fancy, fancy features that they have on the phone. And if you realize, right, they never once mentioned the word AI in the presentation. Mm. But the fact is, because it's running on a three nanometer chip, which means to say that you can pack in a lot more high-tech stuff into that one small chip. Actually, this phone is a very powerful AI machine, right? So the, some of the features, like let's say for, for example, in the, uh, in the Series 9 watch, right? All you need to do is to take up your hand and then the Siri can be activated, things like that. Yep. Then you just need to do double tap, then you can do some fancy, fancy stuff. So all this thing is being done by AI. Mm. Right, and the powerful thing about their AI is not your typical AI, right? Typical AI, how it operates is that once you send an instruction to your computer, the information will be sent to a server or a cloud, then the cloud will process the information and then feed you back with the result. This mm. is a typical how AI works. But because it is a three nanometer chip, it can process so much more information than anything else. Mm. So all the information, right, once you key into the device, right, everything is produced in the device. The information is not sent to the cloud. What does this mean? This means higher security because your information never left the device. It is being processed there and then. Mm. So therefore, nobody can get your information. So this is one of the very powerful feature that in the launch event, they don't tell you. Now, why they don't tell you? Leh? Because the objective of the product launch is to sell iPhone. It's not to impress you, ma, right? So uh, this kind of back-end information, uh, if you are a tech enthusiast or you are an investor, 
then you will be able to uh, see that kind of information when you read into more uh, business kind of news. They will tell you all kinds of um, technologies that is being used in the device and stuff like that. Mm. So that is the three nanometer part. Right. Now, the, the, the next interesting thing about this phone is that it is the first phone whereby a high-spec device is being produced in India and not in China. Remember, we have all this issue with yep. China and US, China and US, they're fighting, fight, 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 right? So, and then US, the president say, hey, I want you guys to pull back out from China. So obviously, Apple pulls out. Lah. So when Apple pulls out, then the, the main supplier of Apple, which is Foxconn, they also follow Apple. They move their operation to India. So this is the very first device that is being produced not in Foxconn China, but in Foxconn India. Mm. Now, there are a lot of debates going on there. The first debate is that, does India really have the talent and the know-how to actually produce such high-precision product? But my argument is that because Apple is a two-trillion company, and you have the number one product being put in front, the fact that they will, they will be comfortable to put this product in India means that they have done their homework. Yeah, they definitely. Have, they have to make sure that it works. Then only they'll be comfortable to say, okay, I don't want China anymore. Now I can go to India. Definitely. What this means is that going forward, maybe tech stocks in the US Yes, they will still continue to get a lot of investor attention because they are at the forefront of the tech sector. But maybe the number two tech market now could be in India mm, because mm. all this supply chain will start to build over right, there. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, so they are still going to start to become the next tech manufacturing hub. Looks like it. Yeah, looks like it. Yeah. Very high possibility. Very high yeah, because, because now Foxconn is there. Yeah, because at the moment Apple actually goes there, there's going to be a lot of transfer of inf uh, knowledge. Hmm. It, it was exactly the same that happened in China, right? When Apple went in there, then they built iPhone. And what happened is that Xiaomi actually started coming up. Correct. And all these people actually had experience working in hmm. the China plant. Yeah. Hmm. So it's actually exactly the same thing. So there's a huge chance you're going to start seeing India phone dominating the world in the next 10 years. Oh, Instead of Huawei, you know, or something like that, yeah. right? So that itself is a very big global or macro impact there mm. when it comes to global stage. But this time round, I would say US will likely be smarter and most companies will be smarter where instead of depending everything within one country, mm. they may start spreading it out. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, put it this way, last time China, they got everything. Yeah, this time around, maybe not everything. They just get something. They get something. Yeah. But, but still, mm. but still, that, that's something that's very, very important. Correct. Yeah, uh, yeah one more point to put here is that uh, because you just now, you also mentioned a little bit about those Apple services, the software part, right? Uh, apparently, all the Apple servers right now is all made in Vietnam. Mm. So, now... Like you mentioned just now, if everything last time is made in China, this time rounds is more spread widely in Southeast Asia and South Asia. Uh, yes, South Asia. So um, I think going forward, this part of the world will be very exciting because you will have a new new wave or a new cycle of tech tech cycle where you have a lot more all these entrepreneurships to come out and say, I want to build something for Apple. I want to be part of the ecosystem. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I think whatever it is with this whole China plus one thing that's going on, uh, a lot of neighboring country and a lot of other country will benefit yeah. from this whole thing. Yeah. But going back to Apple itself, yeah, 
Apple is a stock and Apple is a business. We mm. have talked so much about it, right? Uh, with the launch recently, which was just yesterday, actually, Wanderlust, mm. right? Uh, what are your thoughts about it? Do you think Apple is actually headed to the right direction or not? I think they're definitely heading to the right direction. Uh. They, um, okay, it, I think they've learned from their quote-unquote mistake, right? That people thought that, you know, Apple launch will be a very boring event because it's uh, nothing new. This time around, I think they are changing, changing the whole narrative. In the past, yes, when people come out with 50 megapixel camera, yeah, you come out with a slightly more, uh, uh, how to say, out, outdated version of the feature. But this time around, they're really in front, especially on the AI space. So going forward, I think AI could be one of a very important component for Apple also. So, and this will fit very perfectly into Apple services and the software that you discussed just now. Because as you can see, right, Apple iPhone device is 52% of their revenue. Actually, from business perspective, right, it's a little bit dangerous. Yes. Because if people don't buy iPhone, you highlight, right? 50% of your revenue gone. But if they can spread it more evenly to their Apple services side or the software side, and this part of the business can really show growth because the number is small, right? One plus one is 100% growth. But two trillion to 201 trillion is very small percentage. Yeah. So what they want to do now is to focus on that part. Yeah. Yeah. Now, another part, if you actually look at it, right? Apple is definitely planning to defend their sales of iPhone because mm. for the first time ever, or not the first time ever, but for first time quite long, as far as I recall, <laughs> right? Is this time they did not increase the price when they launched. Uh, yeah. I think it's a lot because of India. Okay. Yeah. You, you see, it's, it's not just about India. Okay. They know that the economy is slowing down worldwide. Right. Yeah. And they are trying to boost their iPhone sales because right. it's been dropping for a while. Mm. Right. And because they have such a huge margin, mm. they have the space to play. Mm. They can drop it a little bit by squeezing their margin and it's still bloody good margin. Huh? Oh yeah. Yeah. Now, having said that, right, do you know this is actually very, very powerful. Mm. How many times right, have you heard people say, iPhone come out, what's the point of changing, right? Mm. What's the point of changing? Same thing, same old stuff, Yeah. right? Now, the truth is, this time, this morning, when I realized that when they launched a new iPhone and the price is actually about the same or literally the same, do you know what's the first thing that crossed my mind? I don't know. It's probably time that I changed my phone. Oh, what, what, what model are you using right now? 11. 11. Yeah. Okay. So it, it, it's due for a change, I suppose. So it's mm. about like three, three plus three, four three, years. Four years. Four years. Mm. Yeah, it's about there, about four years. But my point is this, huh? mm. because the price did not increase, huh? and usually every time they would increase them, huh? Mm. This time around, they did not increase. They increased the feature. They made it titanium. Mm. They, they also know all the consumer love, all the renewable, you know, waste stuff. They correct. really position themselves at that. Mm. Yeah. They also changed the cable this time around to USB-C. Mm. Yeah. Correct. That is one more exciting one. Yeah. Mm. With all these added together, uh, chances are sales is going to pick up. True. Chances are. Lah. Mm. Chances are. Lah. And most people's mentality is going to be, wow, for the first time, they are not increasing price. Mm. This is probably one of my last chance to catch it before the price increase because 16 is likely going to increase price. True. Right? Yeah. So you're really playing around the consumer mentality. Yeah. Yeah. 
And if you think about it, right, it's really the small, small things that will capture consumers' attention. Just now you mentioned USB-C. Now, last time I was an Android user. One of the main reasons why I don't change to Apple is exactly because of the cable. That's right. Yeah, because if I were to change to iPhone, right, I must change all my cables, you know. Yeah. But this time around, if you change it to USB-C, which is partially because of EU regulation to ask yes, them to change. That's right. right. So, yeah, I think that's a blessing in disguise. That's also. why it's a very smart play, you see. Mm. Why is it such a smart play? Because it's like that. Number one, EU is asking everyone, you all have to change to USB-C. So mm-hmm. they have to change already. Mm. Last time they put lightning cable because they died, I don't want you to switch out. Ma. Mm. Now, since now everyone is going to be the same already, mm. might as well I attract other people to come also. When I attract other people to come right now, then I don't increase my price. I maintain it the same. Most of the time, for most Android users mm. who don't change over to iPhone, the reason is because of price. Correct. Yeah. We forget about those who die hard Android. Lah. Yeah. Forget about die hard Android. Lah. You don't try to convince them anymore, right? Mm. You are talking about the floaters, you know. Mm. The floaters is like, it's like, it's a politics there. <laughs> the floating votes are the ones that you want to focus on. On the fans. Ah, the on the fans votes, you know, mm. right now. So it literally on the fans, ah, they are trying to, trying to reel them in literally. Mm. And once you're reeled in, what happens is that you are given the free three months Apple and everything all, ma. Yeah. And if you like it, you continue, continue increase the revenue. Now, not just that, because this whole iPhone thing is one whole system, chances are with the iPhone, you may actually get the AirPods. Oh, really? Why not? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. true. Right? Because mm. only then you can fully maximize every single thing. Ma. I mean, they are third party. La. Mm. But put it this way, their marketing is damn power. La. It's yeah, just a matter true. of time that you switch to right. AirPods. Mm. Right? Yeah. And then with all this, Mac computer law after a while, uh, well, that's how I dive myself into the whole Apple <laughs> ecosystem. Yeah, because because I was a Windows user, right? Then when I when I come into Mr. Money TV and because it's a heavy edit, heavy media kind of content, so you need a powerful laptop like Apple to run a lot of things. So my first device was this Mac. And then subsequently, then I uh, changed iPhone. La. Easier right? to connect. Right? Then I uh, changed, changed my earport also. La. Right? Yes, yes, correct. By the time you want to switch out, yeah, very difficult already. You cannot switch out already. Yeah. Yeah, once you're in, uh, you're in already, you know. Mm. And, and that's where iPhone is actually really, really, very, very smart, I would say. And, yeah. and because of their skill and their size and the way they manage the company, they are able to, they are able to demand so much from their supplier. Mm. Yeah. Li- literally, they have, they have built up so many companies that rely on them alone. Uh, Correct. Including many Malaysian companies as well. Yes. Yeah. Apple ecosystem plays a very big role in Malaysian tech stocks. Yes. So if let's say, for example, Apple pulls everything away to Vietnam, to India and all those things, right? It's actually quite a big risk for Malaysian tech stocks. Yes. So I have, I have to say one thing, right? About Apple stock uh, at this current point, uh, mm. I would say that Apple is always trading at a premium. Mm. Yeah. And I think that their economic mode and the way that they play with all these, there's pros and cons, uh, mm. right? Uh, a lot of people say Apple has lost its magic. Uh, kind of true to a certain extent. Yeah, if depend on which party are you on, if you're on the Johnny Ive side, then yeah, you will feel that like mm. they've lost its magic. Um, but as a supply chain management itself, uh, perfect. And because of that and the brand that they have built up so far, mm. yeah, what happened is this economic mode of theirs, right? 
will continue to have an edge over the next 10 years or 15 years or something like that. Mm. It is not going to be like tomorrow then see you bye-bye. Yeah. So it, it's very, very unique in the sense, you know. Mm. It's so unique in the sense, right, that literally you can kind of close your eye and buy it and 10 years is there. You, you get what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's why Warren Buffett keep increasing. It's not like petroleum mm. where like it's a bit more seasonal for him. Mm. It's not like uh, banks where it's also a bit more seasonal for him where he'll buy and sell, buy and sell depending on the cycle of the market. Yep. But this one, right? The moat is so strong. Like, it literally carved out its own market itself. Mm. It literally mobile devices versus Apple. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you mean mobile uh, correct mobile devices right? versus mobile Apple. devices versus yeah. Apple <laughs> computers versus Apple <laughs> whatever OS versus uh, no, whatever operating system versus iOS iOS right yeah. so because of that right and the mode that they've created right have this whole LV effect literally mm. you close eye is going to be premium all the way and it's going to be hard for their opponents or competitors to bring them down. Mm. But is there a risk? Yes, there is. Like, for example, they are still not tapping into the folding phone side yet, mm. which is a growing market, uh, a huge growing market at yep. this point, right? Yep. Now, will they eventually tap in? I'm not surprised when this tech is a lot more stable because you see until today, uh, the iteration of Samsung's uh, folding phone, right? It is still improving at every moment. Correct. It's still improving. Improving Correct. in the sense where there is still some usage issue mm. and you can see people switch to the latest Samsung uh, folding phone uh, much quicker because the last one needs significant improvement. Uh. Mm. Yeah. Especially the screen. Correct. Uh, yeah. So I'm not surprised if suddenly later everything much more stabilized, <laughs> Apple will go and buy the tech from the screen from Samsung. Mm. To use it, use, they're, they're very, very straightforward. You see, Apple don't even make their own camera. This time around, the camera is actually Sony, like, Sony camera, you know? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> because, Sony camera. yeah, because they only focus on the important part, like right. the things like the chip and then the sustainable materials and things like that. Uh, all this camera, what I just buy and put, like, right. easy. So, so even if they may end up losing their com competition and losing their magic, uh, yeah. think about it. Uh, you're talking about a company with a gross profit margin of about 30 over percent. Mm. 30 over percent in general as a company, right? And their EBITDA is about 20 over percent already. Mm. If, if I can recall, if I can recall. Yeah, correct, it is somewhere yeah, around 20, there. 20 yeah. plus. It is huge for a company of that size. That's number one, mm. right? Now, even if they go until market standard, there's still a long way to go, you know? Every year you let it reduce by 2% or so. Uh -huh. <laughs> can go down for five years, six years like that. Correct, right? <laughs> yeah, so it, it's literally a close eye kind of stock uh, in that sense. Mm. Uh, but it's 90% or 80% lah. But I have always that, right. that what lah, right? right. Or, yeah. but, but, but I have one problem. Yes, they have their magic. Probably they are able to sustain their mode for a very long time and things like that. But somebody is trying to tear them apart with force. And this fellow is China. So, uh. so what do you think about the China trying to ban well, not trying, they already banned, yep. they already banned their government officials from, from using, using iPhone. iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. This one, do you think it is going to affect the iPhone sales starting from China and then eventually people who are friendly with China also will say, hey, I don't want to use Apple. I think here is where it becomes a little bit more uh, question mark, right? Yeah. yeah. When it comes to the risk of this, uh, there are some people saying that, uh, I'm, I'm not sure, I haven't go in depth into it, 
But actually, they say the ban has been happening since 2017. Mm. It is not today. Right. They just renewed it and then make it more... Uh, make it more strict. Make it more strict, yeah. right? So, um, and, and, and what happened is that because Apple actually generated about 20% of their revenue uh, from China, so it's actually a very key growth place there. Mm. Yeah, and then the thing is, this is what I think. Uh, I think China people are just damn rich. Uh. Let, mm. Let's put it this way. Uh. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they have two phones. Uh. Correct. <laughs> you get what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah unless... China said I totally ban iPhone for everyone. Right. Like, like let's say iOS won't be able to connect to their Wi-Fi and everything else. Mm. I think then that that's a whole different story. But if you're just talking about government official, I I don't think so. Mm. I don't think it's gonna affect it significantly because there's still growth space. Yeah. But if you say like the whole China then that that could be but a bit more scary. Okay, the, huh? this is my opinion. Uh, this is a long-term decline of Apple in China, in my yep. personal opinion. Because yes, if you say you cut off the Wi-Fi for Apple device, and all, of course overnight, then the whole country cannot use Apple, right? But that is too radical, too radical. So what, I, what they are trying to do is to take it step by step. So first of all, government officials cannot use. So they got no choice. If they really still want to use Apple, they have to have two phones. Now, when you have two phones, maybe all your personal stuff is still on Apple, but all your work stuff and things like that will be on Android already. Ma. Right? So since you're using Android quite a lot, then you will influence your friends and family to say, hey, it's, I think it will be easier to connect to you also. So why not you also go and buy Android? Then this process will slowly, slowly cascade down to more and more people. Maybe eventually one day, then they will totally face out Apple. So this is what I worry that the government of China is doing. Because if they don't have this intention, there is really no reason to throw out all this so-called childish kind of move to say, hey, you government officials, then you cannot use Apple like that. They must have a bigger plan behind one. And I think that is their plan. Mm, okay. <clears throat> so this is what I think again. Huh? Uh. I think maybe it can happen that way. Right. I don't discount the fact. Mm. Yeah. But again, like I say, Apple's watches and their margins is so damn big. Mm. Yeah. If they lose their part of the market mm. and they still continue growing, you got still some time before it hits you. Mm. So that's why I say you can look at it where like maybe about 10 years. Right. Yeah. But mm. after that, I'm not sure. Huh? Mm. <laughs> but by the time 10 years later, also, they probably have some counter, Correct. some counter measures to actually you never know. fill suddenly, the hole. Suddenly right China here. and America BFF again also can be on. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. True, yeah. true, true, true. So, so, yeah. so my, my point is very simple here, right? Where mm. there's a lot of space for them to play. Mm. And no matter how you look at it, it is a fundamentally strong company. Of course, yeah. definitely. And at this point, right? The only person who will not be Apple's friend uh, is actually just China. Mm. Everyone else in the world will become Apple's friend because they want their investments, they want their, their technology to come in. Mm. Right? If you think about it. Right. Yeah. And China people, as far as we know, they are very rich. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think, and they have their ways. Uh, it's like they also have a house in US and everything, all right. Yeah. So, and. They love, to a certain extent, they also love showing off. 
it's still a luxury item for them. Mm. Yeah, it's still a flex. Yeah, so stuff like that. So right. I think in the near future, there is still some buffer for them to play. Mm. Now, share price, another story lah, huh? But fundamentally as a business, mm. I think it's kind of like, put it this way, Apple is a very fat person. So- In order to slim down, it takes some time. Yeah. <laughs> correct, correct, correct. <laughs> correct, right, correct, right? Correct, correct. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Correct. That's that's the point, right? It requires a lot of exercise. Correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah. It requires a lot, a lot of exercise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, okay. that's my point there, But but having said that, um, I'm just looking at uh Apple's valuation right here. According to the thing that I'm looking here, it is trading at twenty nine point six time PE. Now, if you compare this twenty nine point six time with Malaysian tech stocks, right? Some of Malaysian tech stocks is even more expensive than this valuation. Then you need to ask yourself, if Malaysia so small company can trade at let's say 40 times PE, right? What about this 2 trillion US dollar Apple that is trading in 29? So if you have that comparison, then you will suddenly think that hey, might as well just buy Apple because Apple is cheaper compared to the local tech stocks that you plan to invest in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. actually true. Mm. If you think about it, right? Compared that, to local correct. tech stocks, PE is 30 plus? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the key reasons why Malaysian tech stocks is so expensive is because when we invest in EPF, when we invest in Unitrust, insurance, all this fund management house, right, their mandate is to invest in Malaysia. So they are overloaded with money, but they don't know how to use the money. So they continue to buy Malaysian stocks. So when you continue to buy Malaysian stocks, it will push Malaysian stock valuation high. And that is one of the reasons why Malaysian tech stocks is more expensive than Apple. Mm. Right. While Apple is more liberal, it's more global, so it can fetch the fair valuation more efficiently. Yep, yep. So uh, those are my thoughts on Apple yeah. so far. Uh, I think that if you're looking at buying a US stock, yeah, this definitely one of them. Mm. Yeah, uh, but it's not a buying advice. Yeah, this is not an investment advice, yeah. by the way. We are we are just discussing. We are just discussing. All right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, one thing also. Apple continues to be a very a company that really understand their consumers' uh, thoughts. Yeah. Mm. Because if you look at the way that they have positioned their product so far, um, how to say, uh, Apple is like one of those companies uh, that they decide what's good for you. Yeah. you it's like your mother at that. Mm. And they think to the very small detail. Uh. Like I remember at one point, CK is very fascinated with the Apple packaging. Right, the whole box is from recycled material. Then he took his own sweet time to slowly open one side, yeah. pull the pull the sticker yeah. out, and uh, that's why I say uh, Apple is like a mother. Yeah, mommy knows best. Mommy knows but, best. But you you may not agree with everything your mother wants, right? Mm. Your mother tells you eat veggie is good for you. You don't <laughs> like eat veggie. Yeah. You say I want to eat pork more, right? I want to eat chicken more. Mm-hmm. I want to eat fat more, right? Your mommy say. Eat veggie is good for you. Trust me, you need veggie. Mm. And eventually you just realize mommy is the best. It's like they didn't allow you to access so many features that other phones allow you to access, <laughs> but you still stick with it. So mommy is the best. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get my point, right? Yeah, I get, right? I get. It's like, actually the truth is uh, mm. that folder thing in Apple, uh, mm. bloody hell, other phones are already there for so long already. Mm. Apple only oh, like revolutionary. Eh? Yeah. It's like Apple, uh, very short one. Very, very short one. But they're good at their marketing message also. La. Oh, they're damn yeah, good. Right? They're this damn is good. a revolutionary yeah. place to play to put your file, but it's actually folder. It's a folder. <laughs> you you yeah. see, Apple marketing is fantastic because mm. um 
there, there's this uh, there's this story right when okay firstly if you understand Apple marketing uh, do you notice that Apple never use any celebrities to endorse mm. Apple yeah yeah there's no influencer that endorses Apple mm. but actually they are one you know yeah there are quite many people like Malaysian uh, influencers as well who are sponsored by Apple but mm. they're not allowed to say that they are sponsored by Apple eh? mm. they're not allowed to say yeah so they just softly use it they and just let use, you discover let it. you see. Hmm. That's all. They just get the latest gadgets. Yeah. It's not they buy one, eh? it's sponsored. Hmm. But they're not allowed to tell you that they buy it. And when they ex- when they get a new device, apparently they are supposed to change it, exchange it. Hmm. You, you cannot keep that device and hmm. you're not allowed to sell it. Right. Now, and if you look at uh, their, remember that time, hmm. early days for Airpod. Uh, Airpod, uh, mm. iPods, 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 uh. right? iPods, iPod, the, iPod, the, the MP3, MP3 player, uh. right? They had this ad, all black, but the but the the ear earphones, earphones are actually white. Mm. The the guys there that are wearing the earphones are actually black eyepiece. Oh, but silhouette, uh, You cannot see black eye piece, uh. Oh, so it's like if you know, you know, kind of thing. Eh? Correct. <laughs> if you know, you know. Uh. Ah, that's how powerful they are, and <clears throat> they are so into this culture thing, even at management level, right? Uh, I heard that. Um, what happened was that for 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 Steve Jobs when they built the Foxconn at their plant in 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 uh, in China at the time, right? Mm. So the deal is to play, paint everything white. Mm. Everything had to be white. So mm. when when Steve Jobs flew down, he saw some of the machines inside there. The tube is orange. Mm. He cannot. <laughs> he said no. Mm. Then they Change. were like, everything is white. Yeah. No, I saw two things yellow. Yellow. Uh, uh. Have to change. Have to so change. So they were like that hydraulic, hydraulic pipe uh, is orange and mm. can cannot change. Mm. No one produces white. I don't care. <laughs> you either get white or I don't know we are gonna we are not gonna continue with this mm. whole thing anyway. Oh then to buy Dulux paint and paint no? I don't know how they <laughs> solve it, but in the end they solve it. Everything <laughs> became white. Mm. Yeah. So my point is that they created such a brand for themselves. And mm. it's this brand identity, right? It's not just to lure you, but within themselves they practice it, they really believe in it, mm. the kind of thing. Yeah, and that's what makes them different. Different uh, from different, other people. Really, really yeah. different. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of comments there. Maybe we should open up the session for some Q&As. Yep, yep. I think uh, that's all we can talk about when it mm. comes to Apple. Uh, yep. I think Apple is a really interesting talk. Uh, I think the fact that Frankie brought up one thing that was really, really good as well is uh, there are many tech stocks. Uh, we're not saying manager tech stocks are not good, lah, right? Mm. Yeah, but if you're considering investing in the US stock, uh, Apple stock could be one of the things that you may want to research and see whether is it something that you're looking at, yeah. right? And it uh, is a company that's very easy to research because all the information is there. Correct. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. The other day I was in a I was in a trip, right? And uh, the guys were asking me about stocks as well, mm. and they were talking about Apple stuff. I said, look, very simple. Just mm. look at Apple. Yeah. You you know all about the product. You know whether people are changing, people are using. So, mm. like, yeah, 
So yeah. all you need to do is just do a little bit of checking to say uh, whether they have enough cash, whether they have a lot of borrowings, whether they owe people money. Uh, that sort of things enough already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, and you did brought up the fact that the valuation of certain stock about 30, 30 plus, mm. right? Other tech stock they are about thirty plus, and Apple is twenty nine. Mm. Yeah, and it's always trading at a premium. I would say that at a premium, uh, even at this point, uh, many I, I read different reports. Some most put it at about 150, 160, 60 plus. That's the, they believe that to be the fair valuation. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and right now it's about like- 170 something. 170. So it's about yeah. uh, less than 10% more. So mm. you're paying about 10% premium for it. Mm. So yeah, it's up to you at the end of the day. So uh, don't buy, please go and do your research. Yeah. That's all we can say. So let's go into a time of Q&A. Yep, yeah. Or sure. anything else you want to highlight first? No, I think uh, that's about it. Maybe uh, just to recap is that uh, maybe if you want to find new potential tech stocks that nobody discovered before, maybe one of the areas you can look at is India. And maybe the next one oh, that you want yeah, to look at yeah, is yeah. Vietnam. I think these two places are Apple's two alternative target areas to produce their stuff apart from China. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm, yeah. Uh, do you do you ever cover India India stock before? No, 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 no. Uh, maybe it's time uh, to cover India. It's, it's time to take a look at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's take a look at some questions that people have. Okay, let's pick the last one here from Ming Jurgan. I think the big question mark that looms ahead is Tim Cook's only product without Steve Jobs influence, the Apple Vision Pro. Thoughts in this category from an investor's perspective? Huh. <coughs> you see, eh? when Apple do something, right, they don't do it for just one product. One. So like, let's say, for example, just now I mentioned about the three nanometer chip, right? So this three nanometer chip is being put into the first phone in the world. That's not the end of the story. Yep. They are going to use this chip to be put into their subsequent products, which we don't even know what is it today. That's right. It could be, don't know, a flying car, for example, because a flying car needs to have that kind of processing capability, right? We don't know because these are all their secret projects behind. So the fact that they come out with the Apple Vision Pro probably is an experiment, mm. partly to test the market to see whether people like that that big goggle, that big ugly dog goggle thing. But more importantly, is the technology inside the device that if you use your imagination, maybe you can think of how they can use that technology in other things that you're using now. Mm. Maybe your car windscreen, right? Or maybe your fridge, the the door, because the door is usually a glass finish mm. one, and then you can display like, oh, my milk finished already, you, time for you to buy, you know, something like that. Yep. So, Apple's, um, Apple's technology is always for the long-term one. So, while the Vision Pro may not be a hit, but I'm pretty sure there's something else behind. So, we just need to wait and see what is the thing. Yeah. For those of you who really want to learn more about the company Apple, I suggest you to uh, go to Spotify or either Apple Podcasts, yeah. right? And listen to Business Movers. Mm. Business Movers. Yeah, and check out an episode under Tim Cook. Yeah, it's a series and it's a really interesting one. It gives you a peek into his mind, how he does things. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Vincent Leong asks, how many company stocks should one aim to purchase in a lifetime? Wow, lifetime means until you die? <laughs> how many? I think we both have a very different answer. <laughs> okay, how, how many until our portfolio becomes too diversified? Uh, I suppose when you mention lifetime means you never sell stocks, man. you only buy one. Yeah, 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 I suppose that's his idea. Correct. To keep accumulating. Yeah. Uh, now, if you keep accumulating the same stock, you are not diversifying, you are doubling down. Right, the, the idea of diversification is you buy other stocks, then you are diversifying. So that's one. Number two is how many should you purchase in a lifetime? I think a very good case study would be to look at Warren Buffett. He is 98. He is 98 years old. His portfolio is the same every year. Is he 98? I think he's the same Mahathir age as Mahade. Is it? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Are you sure? No, man. Uh-huh. I, I know it's old, but yeah. I don't know whether it's in 98. Uh, maybe yeah. you can, but, but definitely above 90. La. So all his lifetime, you look at his portfolio, right? Very seldom change one. The most significant change recently is the Apple. La. The Apple, which he bought maybe like seven, eight years ago like that. That was the only significant change in the right. past. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he's 93 years old. Oh, 93. Right? Okay, yeah. okay, not but, 98. Uh, I think if you're looking at buying and accumulating stock over your lifetime, uh, how many stocks should you have in your portfolio? Uh, it comes down to how much money you have. That's mm. number one. Uh, but number two, I would say that if the capital is not big, it doesn't need to be too diversified. For me personally, about 10, 12 mm. is good enough. Uh, why is it so? It's because you don't have that much of attention to follow up on so many stocks. Mm. Yeah. Uh, unless all your choices are literally lifetime choices. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then okay. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. But if not, generally my personal opinion. So it's about there, but it really comes down to individual as well. Okay, yeah. there's, there's, there's one point to note now. Eh? Um, a lot of investors, they, what I noticed is that when they invested in one stock, let's say they have an expectation for the stock to double in one year's time. And then suddenly another stock suddenly jumped three times, four times. Then for some reason, they will give up these stocks that they are pretty sure that they can get two times and then they jump to that stock which already go up by 400% and then they buy high and then the stock start to take profit and then <laughs> they sell low. And then when they want to come back to the original stock, the original stock double already. So yeah. they go, they stuck in between. They don't know what to do from yeah, there. Yeah, better, better yeah. don't do that kind of stuff. Correct. Like, huh? So better yeah. once you fix your eye on the stock, we are, we are, you're very confident with the stock and then I, I think yeah, just, you just uh, stick just with hold. it. Just hold, just yeah. hold, man. Just hold, yeah. So uh, next question, is Apple a phone company? It seems like a company that is hell-bent on breaking into a person's life and have a total and encompassing whole of it. Well, that is the whole idea of Apple, right? <laughs> yeah, like that only you will keep buying and buying and won't let go. Uh, <laughs> that's the same for any brands actually, not just Apple. All right, next one. Uh, hi, Peter and Frankie. Other than Apple, what other US stock is good to consider? Oh, okay. That's a question that's very hard to answer because we can't recommend stocks. Mm. Yeah, but... I would say the US is one of those places that when you want to look at a stock, it's fairly easy. Correct. It's fairly easy. Because it's a very open market. So all the information is there. Yes. And not just that. Most of you, right in front of your face, there's already like at least four or five products. Mm. Yeah. From ARM to TSMC to like, you know, a bunch of other stuff. Right. So... Yeah, your apparel, just look around your house. There's plenty of stuff. And then right. 
a lot of consumer products. You just need to ask yourself like, even software like Adobe or not. Yeah. You see more and more people right. using it. Less yeah. and less people using it. Microsoft, mm. you know? Yeah. Super. Even when you open your wallet, there's Visa and Master. Uh, already got two already there, right? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So anything that you touches has something to do with US companies these days. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, another... Uh, one more question here from Lo Yipei. Any thoughts on Nikola Corporation? Any thoughts on that, Nikola? Uh, no, I haven't looked at the company, so I don't want to comment uh, on it. I I am not a big fan of a uh, of a uh, Nikola stock. Mm. Uh, simply because uh, I am just I didn't really look into it lah. That's number mm. one lah. Yeah, and when I look at car companies, I basically I look at BYD more. Yeah. I look at uh, Tesla a lot more yeah. as well. Yeah. And Tesla doesn't really pride itself as a car company. It calls mm. it a tech company. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a whole different thing. Mm. Although it's actually a <laughs> car this, company, yeah. you know, it's not making and Correct. stuff like that. Yeah. But it calls it a tech company. So get mm. fair, fair and square. Uh, but it looks like a hype. It is like a hype because the only time that this company did well was during the pandemic. And I suppose during the pandemic, anything to do with tech will run because everyone's stuck at home and the only way to keep us survive is tech. Ah, you know what? I want to tell you guys one thing. You guys want to find out uh, stock investment more, right? You want to discover stuff, right? There's uh, there's two places that I recommend you to look for a lot of ideas. Uh Okay. Number one, go to Mumu. Yeah. Yeah. Download Mumu. We have a link under Mumu. Mm-hmm. Mumu is very interesting because there's one thing that they have, okay, there. It is actually under the institutional uh, holdings. Yeah. You can go and check out my video on Mumu as well on Mr. Money TV. Mm. Yeah. I also have one latest video about Mumu as well yeah. on the FAQ show, which is a relaunch. Oh, yeah, that of- was the second thing that I want to talk about, bro. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, yeah. please. So the first one is yeah. actually Mumu. Yeah. Yeah. Go and check it out. Uh, we have a link there. Please put it into the comments so that people can download it. Mm. Yeah. Now, you will go and this. What you can do is to go to the 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 funds holding site. Yeah. I can't remember whether it's called fund holding or something. Go and watch the video. Okay. They will show you like George Soros funds, uh, whoever fund, uh, all yeah. the famous hedge fund manager. Mm. Then you see what they are buying and selling. Once you find out what they are buying and selling, then you click into the company and then from there you, you learn uh, the company is from what industry and so on. It gives you a lot of insights. Uh. And no joke, uh, you want to find those companies that you, you barely hear of. Uh, mm, you go there. You go there. And it it uh, works uh, at least sixty percent of the time uh. right. But so, I'm I I haven't had the risk appetite to right. no actually I did I bought one follow uh, exactly oh really yeah uh, but I buy very little la. I made really? I made money I made money right. and what is more interesting is let's say if you go to one fund and if you notice they buying a lot of Apple for example oh this this fund manager is buying a lot of Apple then you go out you go and search another fund again, this fund also buying a lot of Apple. Mm. That must mean something already. Correct. Then this stock really deserves for you to go in and Correct. dig deeper Correct. and see why is every fund manager buying Correct. Apple. Yeah. Don't, don't listen too much of analysts from like BlackRock uh, or this. Mm. Because uh, you have to understand one thing. Uh, in the market, very simple and in the investment market, there is buy side and sell side, mm. right? Correct. <laughs> buy side and sell side. So what is buy side and what is sell side? Buy side is they represent the bank and the fund house to buy the stock. Then they have an analyst report. 
usually then they will they will tell the fund manager my due to my from my analysis is it a buy or sell mm. right so they will use the so imagine right the bank will use their money and buy and sell based on this advice mm. right correct and usually this side of analyst report is not published mm. it's private mm. okay you don't know one you won't see the one that you see is representing the bank, they want to sell the stock. Yeah, it's called sell-side analysis. Ah, so the sell-side analysis is what you see usually on a daily basis, mm. right? Now, what do you think is the bias of it? Naturally, is to tell you to buy. Lah. Now, and naturally, okay, this is, uh, again, I simply say one, not true, <laughs> right? But you think about it, right? You think mm. about it. Mm. If tomorrow I know this place is selling uh, 10 units of iPhone at 50%, mm. do you think I'm going to tell the whole damn world? No. Will I, I tell I immediately go and buy or I go and buy first? I go and buy first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Lah, huh? That, that's what I will do mm. if I'm buying iPhone. Yeah. But I think banks are a lot more uh, honest. Correct. Yeah. So <laughs> they have got more compliance. Yeah, they've got more compliance. Yeah. Huh? If yeah. you know, you must report. Yeah, huh. correct. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, and, and that's why we like Seeking Alpha. Uh. Because Seeking Alpha is actually all buy side report. Uh. Because it is the hedge fund manager themselves publishing there. Because they, what they want to do is they want you to look at their report and know that they're good and then put your money in them. Correct. Yeah. They want <laughs> so, to sell their funds. Correct. Mm. So that's why we like Seeking Alpha. So if you are, if you are, uh, if you are really into stock investment and you want to learn more about stocks, you can download, uh, you can sign up for a Seeking Alpha account. Yep. Uh, basically, if you use our referral code, you get 14 days free. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you get 14 days free and then you can decide yourself. So uh, that's where we do a lot of our, informa uh, our information search, our research as well. Yeah. Uh, much more in-depth than Mumu app offers. La. I can mm. tell you that. La. But Mumu app is a good place to start. Yeah. Okay. And now, it's free. Mumu is free. The second place that I think you should go to if you mm. want to learn more about stock investment mm. is the fuck show. <laughs> Frankie, you want to tell us a bit more about the fuck show? Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, how many of you know what is the FAQ show or the fuck oh, show? Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck is not FBCK. Yeah. FAQ. So <laughs> if you know what is the FAQ show, uh, please type one in the comment box so I know that you guys know what is the FAQ show, right? If you don't know, you type two so I also know that you don't know what the hell I'm saying. Right, but uh, basically, this is a channel that was um, that no, not was. It is part of Mr. Money TV network of channel, and this channel has been rebranded to become an investment literacy channel. So going forward, you will see a lot of content about investment literacy. What kind of behavior? What kind of mindset you should have when you invest? How you should look at valuation when you see people telling you what is PE valuation? Don't get panicked. Don't just say that oh you know PE is one hundred very expensive so I sell right. You need to have that mindset to be ready to understand what is PE in, in depth, then it will help you to make more informed decision. Right, then on and off, I will also throw in some investment products to wider your horizon to say that it is not just stocks, but there are actually other things for you to invest as well. So basically the whole content will revolve around this kind of topic. Yep, yeah. so go to the FAQ show and subscribe to it. Turn on the notification. Uh, moving ahead, uh, Frankie will be updating one video a week at one least, video. right? Yeah. yeah, so the next video will be up in 
for in half an hour, 9.45, we will have the second episode yep. up. So go and check it out. That's right. Yeah, so as, for a renewed fuck show, correct. Uh, FAQ show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think fuck sounds very, very uh, vulgar. Yeah, very vulgar. Yeah, very but, vulgar. but that was the point, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. so fun when you hear like all the bankers suddenly like, yeah, yeah. Ooh, oh, you're the fuck show guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, we have a new episode coming up tonight at 9.45 p.m. Yeah, especially if you are in your 20s, I purposely make this video for you all for your investment journey. Man. So please go and check it out. All right, so that's all about it. Uh, let us answer one last question before we call it okay. a night. Okay, let's uh, answer the first question first, uh, which is Kessler Sewan. Will the share price drop more because of uh, US-China relation? And mm. uh, given the Fed is still pretty hawkish, mm. what do you think? Do you think Do you think the US, I would say it's not just on US stock, uh, on, on, Apple. On, on Apple stock, yeah. uh, right? Mm. I would say on US stock in general, Correct. do you think next rate hike mm. will um, affect the whole market? Uh, okay, so now the market expectation is no rate hike in September, but the key question now is, then will they increase in November? Why there's this fear in November is because inflation starts to pick up again. And that pretty much got to do with the oil price. Well, this topic was last week's topic, but just to give you a quick recap, uh, my opinion is that no matter how high interest rate you, you try to put in place, it will not affect the oil price simply because you have other power like Saudi and Russia, they are controlling the supply of oil. So as much as US is trying to push it down, you have the other side that's trying to push it up. <laughs> Right, so it is a very difficult situation and that what that is what keeps the stock market very uncertain right now. They don't know what they should do. Yeah, right? correct. Right. So correct. that's why every day you see the market is like go up and then suddenly do, 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 go yeah. down again. Right. So um I think it's a is a manufactured yeah. inflation. You know? Correct, correct. It's not even a it's like a war. <laughs> it's like a war but using economics and correct. all this data to fight instead of using uh, guns. Yeah, it is not normalized kind of thing. It Correct. is uh, manufactured. Correct. Uh, yeah. So these kind of things is a very macro stuff. So it will affect the whole market as a whole. So you cannot just say that because of this, then Apple is going to go down. Well, if that happens, not just Apple, I think the whole market can come down. Correct. So um, when we do stock analysis, we don't, we, we, we seldom take those scenarios into account because if the whole market is going to come down, there's nothing much you can do. No matter what stock you buy, also will lose money. Man. Yeah. yeah. But what is more important is to stick to strong fundamental stocks. Because if it comes down, it means more opportunity to buy. That's right. Yeah. You wait for the next wave to come, that's when you will make your money back. That's right. Yeah. So uh, I just want to answer one more question here, which is uh, someone actually said that uh, to, someone actually asked about day trading, options trading, that kind of stuff, mm. and into futures. Uh, I would say that is it worth it or not? I would say that those are things that you really need to spend a lot of time on. Yeah. yeah, those so, those those are active traders. Yep. You need to be on your screen like every single yes. minute, and you need to be damn good at it. Yeah. So, uh, is it worth it for you? I don't know. Is it worth it for me? Nope. <laughs> yeah. Too cheeky. Yeah. Too cheeky for me. Yeah. No uh, time. I got better things to do. <laughs> yeah, that's that's for me lah. Uh. Huh? Yeah. So um. I guess that's all the questions for tonight. Yeah. Uh, one thing before we go, I just would like to ask everyone, would you like us to start talking about cryptocurrency again? Since hmm. halving is coming in next year, yeah, yeah, in and less than a year's time likely, will yeah. that be something that interests you guys? If you guys are interested in 
crypto, you know, you want to start positioning yourself, you want to start, you know, going into it or like learning more before it becomes a hype mm. once again, right? So if that is something that you're keen on, you know, just write down yes in the in the comment. And uh, yeah, for those of you who hear it on the podcast, send us a DM, mm. you know, or write it in the reviews or something like that. Yeah. Can this live be replayed? Yes, we will actually put this uh, session up into Spotify and also Apple Podcasts. And if you want, if you like our faces, you want to see our faces, you can also go to Facebook and um, join the Money Hackers group. It's a private group. We will upload this video there. Yep. So that's all about it. Thank you very much. We'll see you guys. Good night. Bye-bye. Good night.